So I had an interesting night. I'm staying with my kids for the next two weeks, and I'm basically being mom and dad. I'm running the household on my own. This is the longest they've ever been without their mom. Like we've done many weekends, long weekends. We've done one week when we went to Austria to do Muay Thai training camp. But we've never stayed at home for two yeah, whole weeks without their mother. Yeah. yeah, at home rather than a vacation. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm trying to get on with a program, but there's a lot of moving parts and they want and like everything just so, you know, there's a certain way mom does everything. <laughs> and there's no way that I can like catch up to that. But one of the things that's been tricky is like sleep, getting good sleep here. So last night for, you know, I mean, for I was trying to get a good night's sleep because I knew I would have to wake up early and get them to school. And I had the desire and the goal to go to Muay Thai and do a bunch of other stuff, uh, but I couldn't fall asleep. And then my oldest kept asking for me because he couldn't fall asleep till like one or 2 a.m. So it was sort of a, a little bit of a laborious night. And I woke up pretty much every hour, like at three, at four, at 5.30. And so I wasn't having a great time. I had really intense, really weird dreams. And it's not like you had great sleep in general during these last no, couple of no. weeks. I've not been sleeping in ideal circumstances. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is? I think creating inner harmony, right? We've talked a lot about this inner family system concept and also the kind of Carl Jung's model of having, you know, archetypes that the human mind is not a mono mind. It's not a monolithic one unit entity that has one type of characteristic. Our minds, our character, us as a being is not just this like unique thing that always acts, feels and thinks cohesively in one way, right? But we're more sort of a, an inner village of lots and lots of yeah. different characters. And depending on what triggers us or what the context of a situation, a different type of personality within us takes over, feels, thinks and acts. Hence why life can be so confusing sometimes. Why am I always this weird in these situations or out of character in those situations? Or why don't I make any sense? Or what part of me wants A, but the other part of me wants B, right? We've, we have a lot of inner conflict and confusion, I think, because it's hard to, I think, recognize and realize that we're not just one single entity of a personality. But lately, what I've been sensing more is this... You know, I think first when I dived into that world, I started kind of discovering that there are these different parts in me, that they act, or that there are many parts of me that are, let's say, more in, a, in the shadow. They're not really recognized. I don't really give them a lot of attention. And hence, when these things pop up, I suppress or I feel like this isn't me, quote unquote, right? Or I fight or I see just as a weakness that I need to overcome. Ah, oh, why do I still have this weak inclination or tendency? I need to destroy it so I can like, you know, surpass it. And first I had to realize, wow, no, those are not all my enemies. Those are not just like weird emotions or weak or negative feelings that need to be destroyed. But those are actually parts of who I am. And they're all important and I need to understand them better, right? I need to find and approach them from a place of curiosity and openness and trying to understand that these parts don't show up randomly and what they make us feel and think is also not an accident. Those are parts within us that we developed as protective mechanisms and they usually all have a pretty good reason for why they do and feel and make us 
act in a certain way, even if it's you know in the short term destructive or if it doesn't fit into our larger goals or a larger aim for who we want to be. That's the first step. Like you, you starting for me at least, starting to realize, oh, that I have all these different sides of me, parts of me, and they are very contradicting. That was kind of the second step, starting to realize the polarization between some parts, where one part is acting as extreme as possible in one direction to balance out this other part that acts as extreme as possible in the other direction. And so they push each other to the utmost extreme. And this doesn't just happen internally. This is a, a concept I had picked up by the book, The Dance of Anger, which is a beautiful book, I highly recommend it where this therapist talks a lot about dynamics of threes and how oftentimes two or three people fall into a certain dance and everyone is stuck as long as everyone keeps the rhythm and keeps acting in certain ways. And so people will act out more extremely in certain groups because of what somebody else might do. We've covered both all these topics in prior episodes. What I wanted to get to, what I've started thinking more about recently and what I suspect is a big part of why I don't sleep so well, why my sleep is again more tormented and I have very intense dreams and I can't just find rest at night is this, I think this concept of awareness of what parts of me right now are dominating, right? Are sort of more at the wheel, get more decision-making power. What parts of me are more suppressed and how do I try to create harmony between all the parts? Thinking about my personality as a team and thinking about every team member's weaknesses and strengths, but also how do I put that team together in a way where everyone plays to each other's strengths, right? Those different sides of me, those different tendencies within me, they come out at the right time, at the right place. They get oxygen and air and power when it's the right place versus suppressing some of them at certain times and then sort of making it a like creating a situation where at random times at opportune times some part or at times where we get triggered some part that has been you know sitting on the bench too long just jumps up and takes over the ball and runs over the field and creates havoc right with no plan with no cohesion with no harmony nobody said now you go and do this it's just you know, something triggers that part. And because it was so suppressed, now overblows yeah. or explodes. And I do believe that, you know, sometimes the way I try to create inner harmony is, you know, very, how shall I put it, innocently naive, you know, sort of like a, how a young child would maybe try to manage a big team of conflicting characters. <laughs> you know, when you, at first, when you take over management responsibility, Oftentimes, what you're trying to do is you try to just create some sort of harmony between all of them, but oftentimes it's not real harmony. You know, it's the sort of, oh, you want us to do A and you want us to do B. How about if we did half the time we do A, half the time we do B, you know? And then there's a couple of other people that are like, well, secretly I want C, but I'm not going to speak up because I don't want to add to the conflict. So they are always unhappy, you know, but if you do A or B, it's sort of not a great way to manage that way, you know, where you just like half the time, one thing, half the time, the other, you know, <laughs> that's not always the best way forward. And I think oftentimes that's what I've been doing internally. I sort of been at this stage where, where oftentimes I think, well, I don't know what I should be doing right now. I can sense a, a ton of tension internally. Part of me wants to work. Part of me wants to work out. 
part of me wants to rest and I'm not exactly sure who's right. You know, like, what should I do right now? What is the right way forward today? And in the moment, oftentimes, I sort of try to come up with sort of a compromise that's like a little bit of a mishmash salad. Like, okay, I'm going to rest for an hour now, and then I'm going to go and work for an hour, and then I'm going to go work out. And so I've done everything, right? So then that should be okay. I can't make a mistake if I do everything a little bit. I'll just decide, well, it's whatever, Saturday or Sunday. I've worked this week. So even if I have this inner urge to work, I'm going to push that aside and go, no, you have to rest. And so we're resting today, no matter if you feel like it or not, or no matter how restful your day really feels like. You've experienced this many times where I am not, I'm having a resting day, a Saturday, a Sunday, whatever. But in reality, all day long, I don't find rest in anything. Like I can read, I can chill. I can go out for coffee, but if you really ask me right now, your body, is it resting? Is it relaxed? Do you enjoy this? The honest answer would be, no, I'm super tense and I'm kind of hating it, but I'm trying to get into it. You know what I mean? And so I think oftentimes I try to surpass the more difficult leadership work of really understanding all the parts in me, why they want what they want. And then from a higher vantage point from the self, right? From the true self or whatever you want to call it, from the core of who I am, looking at all the options and also not just at the work, rest, workout, play, not just at, on the surface, the taglines of these things, but really going deep on why would I want to do this one thing right now? What would it fulfill within me? How would it feel? What would I try to accomplish? And if, you know, maybe it will work if the underlying driver and desire in that moment is, I have so much creative energy right now and it would feel just great releasing to write or to finish something or to create something, that's very different, obviously, than if the underlying driver of the demand for work in a given moment is, we are not, we're falling behind or we're becoming less or we are going to get into trouble. So it's kind of a fear-based work, 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 mm -hmm. work to make sure nothing bad happens to us, you know? And so understanding the, having a kind of a deeper conversation, not just everybody votes. What do you want? Work. What do you want? Uh, let's go play. What do you want? Ice cream. Huh? Well, what should we do? Let's do an ice cream work session, you know, but like talking a bit further, what currently is the mission of our life? What brings us the most fulfillment? What is the work and the challenges we need to do? What is the fun and play we should have space for? Where are we right now? And then let's really understand why would we want to do or invest our energy and time in certain directions and really listen carefully and then deciding one way or another, but hearing everyone out until you really feel heard and you can make then good decisions on what's gonna happen next, right? And that work I've not been doing, right? I really haven't. I've stayed very much sort of, maybe because it's gotten to a point where inside of me, I feel very conflicted, right? Maybe once conflict is heightened, maybe there's even more tendency to be a poor leader and to try to get to fake harmony a consensus quickly because it's just overwhelming, right? Or maybe intimidating. Everybody's screaming and fighting. You know, you step into a room like that, it's much harder to lead and to have the courage to step forward and have these difficult, deep 
conversations and maybe even decide one way or not the other in a moment, then walk into a room, everybody's screaming, and then you just try to rush to harmony, right? Rush to some like resolution. Oh, everybody stop. What do you want? Why are you fighting? No, stop fighting. Ice cream for everybody. And then this, and we're just going to do everything everybody wants and just be friends. You know, that sort of like rushed quickly. I just want this to stop or to get to some answer as quickly as possible. That's honestly how my inner work has felt recently in the last couple of weeks. A lot of inner conflict, a lot of inner tension, and sort of a conscious effort to quickly get to resolutions, right? Oftentimes I'd be like, I want to listen, what is going on? But the truth is oftentimes I really didn't want to hear, right? I just wanted to like feel better and get there quickly and just you know, just like, oh my God, I'm so tired with all this. Just decide something. Let's just do something. Let's just get to some point that feels a little bit better, a little more relaxed than now. And I think that that has cost for just this internal conflict that's going on not to be resolved and just to be heightened. So the tension is just increasing no matter what I'm doing externally. Internally, I just feel more and more tense. And so at night at like 3 a.m., Something switched and I could sense and tell that that I was switching to very different parts within my psyche, both in my dreams and how I felt and what my inner dialogues were. I almost felt like almost every hour I would wake up to another part of my personality. It's just got very different thinking patterns, very different thought patterns. And then maybe three or four, there was a moment where I caught that, that I was like, kind of, I mean, how can you rest if maybe while I sleep, kind of my subconscious, my archetypes, my shadow types, whatever it is, my psyche is fighting, right? It's not going to be very restful. And there was a moment where it clicked for me and I thought, oh, you know, I was just like, oh, almost opening my eyes and, I, and I'm in this room and I'm seeing all this, all these fights and all these conflicts and I go, oh, yeah, okay. I get it. I get why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Like I've been doing a really poor job listening and leading and making good decisions internally. And so no matter what I decide, there's always many, there's always a big amount of myself that is upset about it, against it, right? And so I can partly find rest, partly find enjoyment in most of the things that I was doing in the last couple of weeks. And so Now I'm thinking, is this not the first time I thought this? You know, when I first started working with IFS, you know, family systems, I started, I had the intention to do kind of a, in a family check-in every day in the morning to journal and ask and listen in, how do I feel? What's important? What parts in me are activated and what do they want and why? And I was doing it really well for a while and then on and off, okay. And recently, you know, I would say that I have been doing a bit more of a poor job. You know, maybe I had every other day have been doing the journal, but again, kind of more rushed, less sincere, less patient. Going through the motions. Yes. Just sitting there and going, all right, Mas, let's write this. What is going on right now? How do you feel? Tense. Okay, tense. So what do we need to, what is the message? You know, that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Even if you... And this is true in in life with other humans and true with yourself. You can do anything, but how you do it really is what matters. You know, what is your intention? My intention lately has been more to go through the motions and get it over with and not to offer real patience 
and love to myself and to all parts of myself, right? I've been a bit impatient, a bit irritated about certain parts within me and hence I've been faking it, right? I've just been doing the journaling, but not really being fully present for it, aware, doing it honestly, writing these questions and meaning them, right? Not just writing them to write them, not just writing them, get it over with, but writing them because I care. I haven't really shown that degree of self-care and patience. And as the conflict has been, oh, this inner turmoil or, you know, just polarization or whatever you want to call it, as that has been increasing, my irritation and lack of patience has also been increasing, you know? So this is again a system or a model where bad leadership increases the bad dynamics within the team are pushing the leader to be even a worse leader. And so it's kind of like elevating each other and escalating to a worse and worse outcome until it goes bam and something bad happens, right? Some like some bigger outcome happens where something really breaks. And so, you know, when you realize that as a leader that you've been fucking up for a long time, even if it's like, you know, leadership, maybe that's the hardest type of leadership, not maybe for certain. It's sort of like a very humbling moment and a, well, there's no shortcut. This is not going to, you know, this is going to take a lot of work. All the time I didn't put into this work now, you know, X times as much time I'll have and patience and love I'll have to actually invest to clean up this mess, to really learn what's going on and to fix some of that. So we'll see how that goes. That's the harder part. The Having a moment of realizing it is the easy thing. The, oh shit, I've been doing X wrong. That's sort of easy. But the work it takes to then right the wrong, it's a bit more difficult. So we'll see how that goes. But that sort of, that came out of my tricky night of waking up and crazy dreams and different inner dialogues and different emotions. And then at some point, I had a moment of clarity where I thought, oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I have a lot of work to do. Let's yeah. uh, let's get yeah. started. Let's rather get started right now. As the Chinese proverb says, best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So, you know, so we'll, we'll have to get started today with this and, and see where it leads.